in a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing Filipino story time. That's right. With um, Filipino story time with um, Clarice. She's uh, she runs it. She's been doing it for a year or two. Um, and so it's at the Pinole Library. And so the book we're going to be reading is, if we're agreed on it, is, is The Tough Guys Have Feelings Too? Yes. Um, I do not speak Tagalog, so I will not really be contributing to the, <laughs> that part. Of well, the, I don't either. I mean, I, I understand it, but like <laughs> Clarice is going to do the, 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 the Tagalog part, and then we're just going to chat as like the family members there. But the reason why we're doing the tough guys have feelings too is because I mean, obviously, a lot of times we talk about dad feelings, um, and obviously, are infrequent um, in your feelings Fridays, and just like being emotionally aware and present in terms of our our fatherhood and parenthood, right? Yeah, um, exactly. So we're gonna get into that, and hopefully. You know the the point of us being there is also to have a discussion, yeah. and um, not really quite sure what's how how that's going to go. But you know, it would be great if there were some folks that could come out and you know really just talk about, I guess, what it means to be dads and parents, probably Filipino, yeah. probably parents, yeah. yeah, and you know, should be cool, yeah. I'm excited about it. Me too. Let me um So thank thank God I'm not having to talk Tagalog or read Tagalog. <laughs> Three to four thirty. <laughs> Pinot Public Library. <laughs> Two nine five five Pinot Valley Road. The Tagalog Project. My bad, it's the Tagalog Project presents Filipino story time. And Clarice is the person that who's running it. Um, and we're very thankful for her to invite us. Welcome back to the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Anton. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's going to be a few weeks into the new year, but, you know, we're also saying Happy New Year early for the Lunar New Year people. There you go. Um, my part, half of my family. Uh, <laughs> I am father to Malcolm, who is a three-year-old, almost three and a half, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, and I'm uh, father to Ginny. Well, Virginia now, I guess, officially. Oh, really? Well, I mean, you know, her. Uh, that's what they call her at school and at mm. ballet. And yeah, so she's Virginia, six okay. years old, kindergartner. Uh, and Ellis, who is uh, a few months younger than Malcolm. Mm-hmm. And he's a blabbermouth. Hey, um, probably not as much as uh, your little dude, though. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the, I, I remember, and we probably talked about it in the podcast when Ellis wasn't talking at all. That might have been the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> the last episode of us two actually uh, talking. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it may have been. Uh, he yeah. took a little bit longer to talk, but now he will not shut up. And that's the same thing that was uh, that happened with Ginny as well. So, oh yeah, 
So now we got to deal with it. Yep. But he does. <clears throat> he does say something that Malcolm completely enjoys. Naked booty. Naked booty. Yeah, he's uh, he's onto a new thing now. Oh. It- so he. Uh, He learned the Tagalog word for fart. (laughs) Yes. And uh, not from me or from Tess, but from grandma. Of course. Of course. So what he does now is this guy's got jokes Mm -hmm. because he, you'll ask him a question. Yeah. He'll be like, hey, Ellis, what do you want for breakfast? Like a serious question. And he'll be like, I want yogurt. No. And then he'll just like randomly throw that joke in. Yeah. Um, when he knows he wants a laugh. So this guy, young Dave Chappelle, real quick. <laughs> um, so yeah, he'll, uh, he'll try and sing songs and change some of the lyrics to the Tagalog fart word, mm-hmm. um, and he'll yell it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Malcolm loves to say "but." Hmm. He has lots of. He, he. I think in the same way, he just throws "but" into a lot of things. Like, what do you want to eat? Your butt. <laughs> Which is, you know. That's pretty tame. It's fine. It's it, you know you could laugh it off. Uh, what he also loves to say, he, which he doesn't say all the time, but he does throw it in there, is penis. Oh, okay. And so that you know complicates things when you go, okay, what do you want to eat? Your penis. Your yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, so we're still laughing, but then it's also, dude, that's gross, <laughs> dude. That's uh, inappropriate. <laughs> Definitely. So, you know, speaking of, I mean, we're, we'll talk about the travels, but so we were at this place called the Sagrada Familia in in Barcelona, which is uh, a church. Okay. But it, it's, it's, pop, it's famous because it's under construction. It's been under construction for over 200 years. It was designed by uh, this architect, Barcelona, uh, Catalan, Catalonian uh, 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 architect um, named Gaudi, and so mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of his stuff is all over Barcelona. So it was designed by him, but uh, it's been under construction just because of the idea is so grand. Anyway, we were outside waiting in line, and we were trying to keep him entertained because we were in line. And so we're doing some stuff where we're like, we're saying silly things. Right. Just say a silly, silly thing game or ask a silly question kind of game. So one of the questions could have been like, is that an elephant in underwear baking cookies? And then he'd totally laugh. And then (laughs) when it's his turn, he's like, is Uh that an elephant baking my penis? (laughs) And we're standing outside this like, grand church or like Malcolm you need to be appropriate <laughs> and like what what do the three girls know about appropriate <laughs> but he, he why don't you just go ahead and play the penis game 
uh, I mean, yeah, that, that's there's also that, but uh, that's the next level. Just be like, okay, yep. you have well, to say it as loud as you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the funny thing about that is that Hung used the 500 Days of Summer scene mm-hmm. as a as an you know a anecdote or an explanation of what Malcolm does with the penis word. <laughs> and he'd been doing this for a long time because he started to sing he would sing like these penis songs it's been over i mean you know since he was been talk since he's been talking um because you know when we talk about like his uh body parts we use the actual terms for it so like you know when we're washing and stuff um we say okay we're gonna wash your butt and your penis so he's been hearing it for you know for since forever right for him uh so even before but he is was... but really the actual term though well that you know? that one isn't so we're not saying we're gonna wash your gluteus maximus or whatever we're gonna wash your anus yeah but we're not gonna say like we're gonna wash your bum bum and your pee pee kind of thing um so he's fully aware of the term and and uh what it means and then also the impact uh, that it makes when he's trying to make a joke. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like Ellis knows what what Uta will bring to the table. <laughs> that apparently it happens. I was reading this the uh, I was reading a tweet from this writer He's the author, but and currently writing some comic books that I'm supposed to be reading, but I'm hella behind on. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about he tweeted he was tweeting about his kids doing butt jokes. I think a three year old and a five year old doing butt jokes and something about helping that it's they could figure out how to not do it when it's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I mean, adults have that problem, so yeah, you know. Oh, yes, and it's innate. The funny, so in Barcelona, we also went on this bike tour of the city, uh-huh. and then they have uh, there's this Olympic Park, and then there's some. Shoot, I think is it? I'm getting some things mixed up. Anyway, there's a sculpture or a statue in one of those parks. That's mm-hmm. supposed to be like, uh, I think it was supposed to be some kind of like uh, ode to the Olympics or something, whatever it is. Like something regal, not super serious, but something like celebratory. Yeah. But essentially the statue looks like a butt. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were biking by it. And, you know, our our, our guide had... Uh, had introduced it as it's supposed to be something but it has an interesting shape and we're not sure how it relates to that topic but you'll see it and you'll know you'll know what i'm talking about and so we were (laughs) biking and i'm like oh malcolm malcolm look it looks like a butt (laughs) and then we (laughs) right when i was saying that one of the other people from like in our in our bike tour but from a different party uh was like right next to me i'm like yeah, man, he, you know, he's three years old. He has a, 
he just loves butt jokes. And he's like, <laughs> hey, man, I'm 25, and I still love butt jokes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like videos where people get hit in the nuts. Like, yeah. you, you'll be like 98 and still laugh at that. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about that, too. Like, I think it was yesterday or two days ago. I was just thinking about America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. I mean, and pretty much, you know, 50% every of year, those videos. Every year, there's a new batch yeah, it's, of those, yeah. 50% of it is at least, at least 50% of it are nut shots. <laughs> I saw one, I saw one uh, earlier this week, and it was like a cricket. Mm-hmm. Competition mm-hmm. Uh, or a cricket match, mm-hmm. not a competition or whatever, right? And then the uh, commentators were hella laughing, dude, <laughs> because he gets hit in the nuts, and then you can hear the player go, "Oh no!" <laughs> as he like topples over, and then the and then the commentators are just like hella laughing. And they're like, it's not funny. It's not funny. This is not funny. And then they, you can just hear them trying to. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. It always works. Always works, man. <laughs> and I think that was the third time that that player got hit uh-huh. during that match. <laughs> <laughs> because he says, like, this is the third time. Third time. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if it was necessarily that player that got hit. Yeah. But, I mean... For that to happen three times in a in a match, right? I mean, maybe that's common in cricket. You know, that thing's that thing is like going hella fast, mm-hmm. and it's bouncing. So yeah, and then that the yeah. that cricket racket or whatever it is, uh, right, right, has so much more surface area to to have weird angles to bounce. Right, and then you're literally the way that you swing that bat. You're opening up into, yeah, it's like a like a wide stance. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if you ever wanted to just, um, you know, go to Fremont and then watch watch uh, some people play cricket just for shits and giggles to see if how many people get their nuts get nut shots. <laughs> that's true i wonder if that happens in uh you know ea had a cricket cricket game cricket game really yeah well i don't know if they still make it but i remember uh when i was working in san francisco this was years ago this was must have been like 2004 or 2003 or whatever but i was riding back on bart and then the guy next to me opened up his laptop and was playing EA cricket. Uh-huh. And um, I was hella trying to like look over but not make it seem like I was eavesdropping or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's in the game, it's in the game, right? <laughs> that's 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 EA's thing. Well, and that makes sense too. I mean, it, cricket's pretty huge and some large countries i mean india and um the uk i saw a commercial for it or they were showing a game when we were at one of the pubs in dublin
That's a good segue, though. Yep. That's a good segue. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you, is cricket big in Ireland or in Portugal or in Barcelona? Barcelona? <laughs> Curious why you asked about hey. those cities. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you just got back, dude. I, we, I did just get back. Our family just got Traveling back. internationally with a toddler, a three-year-old, yep. a three-and-a-half-year-old yeah, toddler. a 15-day trip Whoa. internationally uh how many like how many flights did we have we had f- four flights wait no one two three four five five flights um, so how was it man i mean that's kind of our main topic yeah. today is is really just like you come back from this big trip and the, I mean, reflect- let's hear about the reflections it. on traveling with a toddler well not only that, but that's not only is traveling with a toddler, but you are going multiple countries yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for 15 days. Like, yeah, that's a long time. That's like half a month, bro. Yeah, you're, yeah, it is. It's a lot of time with each other. It's a lot of time, a lot of, a, a lot of idle time. So I don't have any list or anything like that. It was just definitely something I wanted to talk about since it was, it's fresh. Yeah, in my that's mind. fine. Uh, I mean, overall, it was good. Luckily, you know, we've had experience with Malcolm, uh, traveling with Malcolm since we've done two Hawaii trips with him. Um, I mean, we've done other flights with him, but then the, those are all like short, like LA or San Diego or, no, we've never flown to San Diego, but LA or Seattle. But for the most part, he travels really pretty well. Mm-hmm. He adjusts to hotel spaces, and we, we typically could get him down to sleep whenever he's supposed to sleep and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But this is totally a different bag, right? Because it's the biggest amount of uh, time difference. Um, so we we flew out in the evening so majority of the time we were in the air was during his his regular sleep time but the thing was in our airline or in our air, airplane which i guess is probably common for most airplanes now mm-hmm. there's a we had our own each our own individual screens and so there was games and there's paw patrol and frozen and all these kids things that he could watch Mm-hmm. So he didn't sleep until maybe four to five hours into the flight. Um, and then eventually he knocked out. Uh, and I was pretty much useless during that flight because I, I was going into the flight with some kind of like cold or flu. <laughs> I went into like... You know, we flew out on a Monday and le- legitimately the Sunday, the day before, around four to four o'clock till later that evening when I started drinking more Tylenol. Um, I was like lying, I was lying down on this couch and Hung's family was here and I couldn't eat and I wasn't doing anything because I was just like knocked out with chills and stuff. Oh man. So I started the trip, this fucking international trip, 
dealing with this like severe cold um, or whatever it was. And so uh, Hung had to handle a lot of his his attention on the airplane, but luckily, you know, he he did sleep a little bit. So essentially, he only slept maybe like I don't know three three four hours on the plane. So when we got to we got to Ireland. We, we landed in Dublin, and then we had to wait a long time, maybe six hours for our flight to to Lisbon. Yeah. So we were just killing time, um, and so we knew going in that we we're we were just gonna have to put screen in front of him, a screen in front of him, mm-hmm. just to kill time because there's like we we can't bring all his toys, we can't bring hell of books and stuff like that, and like there's only so much we can do, right? To to um to cover his attention for sure um i think the biggest challenge that we had with him was that we knew we were putting the screen in front of him so he would zone out and you know there's so much idle time either in the morning or at night you know like traveling with a toddler we're not going to be walking around and doing pubs and bars till two o'clock right and you know like yeah for sure bars uh, both like Lisbon and Barcelona have that later evening dinner. Yeah, like a 10 p.m. dinner or yeah, something, right? Yeah, that the yeah. culture is like you're going to eat late and hang out late. Like yeah. The party doesn't start till 2 o'clock kind of thing. Yeah. But we don't do that. I mean, we have a kid. And even if we didn't have a kid, that's not really what we do anymore. Well, sure. But I guess, like, my question was, did you feel like you missed out on something uh, like that you couldn't necessarily partake in Mm. that aspect of the culture. Right. Like Uh, I think with some of that stuff, there is a little bit, you know, like there's all all three places are, are well known for different kinds of culture. So, and then there's like music culture and a lot of that music culture happens in, in bars or, you know, adult kind of uh, adult oriented you know places and they're not like just playing so there's a there's a music genre or cultural music from portugal called fado mm-hmm. and usually that's played in like bars or whatever right it's not like it's going to be played in a in a some kind of family oriented barbecue joint or something right? you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Um, so we didn't get, really get to listen to that, which um, is something we missed out on. But it's also like it's okay. It's um, I would have loved to hear live music, and th- I think it's the biggest thing that we would miss in terms of late night stuff is is that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, at any point during your trip, did you say, "Oh man, I'd love to come back here without a kid"? <laughs> uh. Maybe you didn't say it, but did you think it? Yeah, yeah, and not not in like a total, you know, it's not even like in a malicious way, but like, yeah. It, no, I mean, that it's whatever, dude. It's not, I'm not trying to judge you for it yeah. or anything. No, 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 and it's the same thing like, you know, like what, Hung and I were in Hawaii together, even if, if like a, a couple months ago, and mostly it was for work, but you get to experience Hawaii differently when you're not with a kid, right? Even if yeah. you're not like partying it up and getting drunk and whatever you can just do whatever you want yeah right you can do whatever you want yeah so So you're not beholden to anyone's schedule or anything like that you know 
And so th- and there's value. Th- that's valuable sometimes. Yeah, it is. And I think it's the and you could also cover a lot more area. Yeah. Without having to either carry a kid and, you know, who pretty much had to take the brunt of carrying Malcolm because he didn't want me to carry him on my back because we had a carrier with this. Right. So, yeah, the, I mean, the main things that we probably missed out on were the amount of things that we could have seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Culture-wise, it definitely would have been like listening to live music um, uninterrupted for a long time without having to worry about uh, someone flipping out because it takes too long or it's too late or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think that was mostly it. Those are the, the two main things that, like, in terms of the area coverage... And most of the places that, I mean, uh, in all three of the main cities that we stayed in, we covered as much as we could in terms of walking. We didn't really do too much busing or cabbing. We did once, Mm -hmm. we did a couple in Barcelona. Um, We took a a bus tour in in Dublin in Ireland. But for the most part. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. For the most part, we just kind of like, okay, we're going to cover what we can, walk around, see different things, um, and that was that. And the other the other limitation was that we – it's kind of a mix of it being winter. We had less sun, we had less sunshine, sunlight. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're – you're pretty way up north, yeah. particularly in Dublin, right? Yeah, Dublin was interesting because you had sunlight from seven something until like sunset was like four thirty. But the thing was because of where they are in the on Earth on our flat Earth, um, yeah, <laughs> the, you know the sun didn't reach over there because the sun's on a different um, flat part. No, um, <laughs> the the sun oh the oh. At, was it always like super hella low yeah, in the sky or yeah. something? At, oh, at, at, crazy. At its peak, it, it was kind of like it was like 3.30 in the afternoon. That was pretty much how the sun kind of felt. Even if it was like 12, it was at noon, it felt like oh, it was... Oh, man, that's probably like... Pictures must have looked gorgeous yeah. <laughs> with the sun that, like, that low yeah. Yeah, yeah. for like almost all day. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, if, I guess if there's sun, if there's sun out, I yeah, guess. Yeah, there's sun out. And, you know, like there's places that, um, yeah, it was. And then, um, so we had early sunsets for all of them, but I think that was mostly it. And it's just like our, our days were truncated, essentially, um, getting out of the house or getting out of our hotel rooms or wherever we were staying early wasn't really possible unless we had we forced ourselves to do it you know like for our bus tour or other things um yeah or like getting to the airports but for the most part if we didn't have anything specific to do that day there was anywhere from like one hour to three hours of um just lounging yeah um so that definitely cut off the rest of the days sure so at home does malcolm have his own room or his own yes okay so what were you guys doing in the hotel so yeah the 
So in, in Lisbon and Barcelona, we did these apartments. Um, and so there was at least it was a one bedroom apartment. And um, by default, I was like sleeping on the couch anyway in Lisbon because I was sick and I didn't want to get either of them sick. Right. Um, so Hung basically slept with Malcolm the whole time, the whole, the whole okay. trip, which is on some level natural. Like we, we lie down with him. I think we talked about it. Like, yeah, it yeah. could take anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours to get him to, from like when like lights are out for him to actually go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, it didn't take that much. It didn't take that long on this trip cause he was tired like from doing things, but Hung pretty much just slept with him, um, in in those apart in the in those apartment bedrooms, mm-hmm. and so I slept in the in the living room for all of them. At Dublin, we had a small hotel room, and so we pretty much when lights were he was sleeping with you yeah. guys. It, yeah. Well, I slept on uh, the pullout bed, but essentially same setup in terms of sleeping, but because it was just one room. That meant lights out was lights out for all of us. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, now that he's back, like, did he get used to maybe being with mom all night, with yeah. whom all night? Yeah. Or, you know, is has there been any regression in terms of his sleep habits? Yeah. So far. Uh, sort of. Even before we left, he was... One of us would fall asleep with him, and then you. Yeah, I mean, we always go yeah, through that. Like, you... even if it's a short trip, like you know, we were we went to Legoland for a few days, and there was actually like a separate room specifically for the kids, yeah. which is awesome. Like Legoland. Uh, just as an aside. In terms of a vacation, like they do it right in terms of making sure kids are taken care of. Nice. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, but yeah, like they were all excited. They're like, oh, yeah, cool. We get to sleep in our, (laughs) you know, own area. And then at the end, they're like, "Mm, no, I want to go sleep with mommy on the bed. Yeah. You know, and then I was like, okay, fine. I'll sleep in the bunk bed twin. Yeah. (laughs) Because there wasn't enough room for me on the bed. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's why I wasn't. Even if it was just three of us, that's why I was gonna sleep separately anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I think that in terms of the regression is that he's he's a lot more clingy with Hung. I mean, he's always been clingy with her. Yeah. But yeah. um, like our, I I lay down with him last night, so that and that was fine. He 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 fell asleep pretty quickly, but. Like the first two nights back, he's just like, "Nope, I want to lie down with mommy." <laughs> yeah, well, um, it is what it is. Yeah. So right now we're just trying to get him back to his sleep, like the hours of yeah, sleep. Yeah, right? I get it. Yeah, because then he's pretty much, uh, each of the last like since we've been back, he's waking up at twelve thirty or one thirty. Um. And so Hung hasn't gotten much sleep because he, he's just pretty much like, even if we leave the room, he'll come looking for us and then 
he won't go back to sleep. So hopefully, we kept him up a little bit later today. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he'll uh, he'll start waking up, you know, past four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that was, that was mostly it. I think that the, I brought this up earlier and kind of just um, gloss over it, but like the biggest challenge that we had with him was the the transitions from the screen time to whatever else we were doing. So mm, whether that meant okay. transitioning from the screen time, basically turning off the screen to get ready to go or turning off the screen to go to sleep or turning off the screen to um, eat. Like once he got zeroed in, um, that's when he was always most upset is when we turned it off. Um Mm-hmm. Yeah. which I guess makes sense because that's how it happens here but like there we don't you, you don't usually have him in front of a screen during weekdays I mean it happens like sometimes it's a basketball game sometimes um, we're solo parenting and you know if you need to go cook or something <laughs> or take a shower and he's up and it's like okay like just here what do you need to watch right yeah but it's, yeah. it was like consistent like hours um just because that night we you know talking about like ending the days early with a toddler um because the sun was already down it was cold we usually were back at the at our hotel or apartment by like seven and then you would go to sleep around 10 right so then some of that was dinner and stuff like that but that was a lot of time in front of the screen either watching or playing games um and that was like the his most explosive like energy was when we were turning things off mm. um I, the good thing is though like when we came back home it's not like he's been like uh whining about watching stuff like he the first few days he's like i want to watch and we're like well okay we'll watch in a couple of days and he just kind of let it go oh, okay yeah that's cool today though with the mixture being tired and also extended amount of this um, ex- extended amount of watch time. We had a little bit of a a, a struggle getting him to lie down. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that was like ten minutes before I texted you or messaged you if you wanted to, when you wanted to <laughs> record. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be okay, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. It is a mixture of, you know, kids are going to struggle to because they don't want to go to sleep, right? And then if they're tired, plus kind of their brain shifting from screen to like not screen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was it. Otherwise, like, we're like I said, he's he he's a pretty good traveler. Um. Definitely the i think the the struggles were like just um were you know trying to keep him safe because <laughs> you know you're walking around and all that stuff and it sometimes like he'll say i don't want to walk i'm tired or my legs don't work um or my legs hurt so then either we have to carry him by our arms or Hung was carrying him on his her back a lot um, which was actually easier because we could we could try we could walk faster and farther um mm-hmm. by other times if he wasn't walking we'd be carrying him 
and in situations like or like a city like Lisbon that has like hella hills and steps um that got tired real quick plus then I was when I was carrying him I was still sick so like my my stamina was like zero right yeah for um sure. and then the other times when he did want to walk it's like he you know so, some of the sidewalks in in those cities are really short right or um small and there's lots of people yeah. so like he's either walking into people he's walking into roads where their cars could be coming right and um or there's bikes or other things and like for the first few days when I was trying to grab his hand to go across streets, he would pull away. Oh, dude. And yeah. Then, I hate when the kids like Ellis does that all the time. It's like, no, I want to walk by myself. I was like, no, yep. dude. Yep. Yeah. And then if, after like second day or third day, I'm like, Malcolm, look, listen, I'm pulling, I'm, I'm grabbing your hand because I don't want you to get hit by a car. So stop pulling stop pulling your hand away when I'm trying to grab it, and he's then he listened. But <laughs> <laughs> so th- I mean there was that, and then the other thing I was it, it's funny because it's like I'm I'm used to roaming around cities, right? Like I, I, you lived in New York, but um, I've Hung and I love visiting New York, right? Like walking around all that stuff, right? And we yeah. live in Oakland and yeah. walk around downtown Oakland and all all that stuff. But I'm, like, so much more keenly um, aware of how dirty things are (laughs) when Mm -hmm. he's walking around, right? Because he's uh, walking and um, he might fall or might start crawling um, on streets where you know... Because, like, in Barcelona, there's lots of these, like, uh, alleys that were built. Like, you know, this is the the ancient or like the the gothic part of barcelona which is like um kind of designed from roman times like big buildings and like alleyways right so you're just walking through alleys you know there's hella pee on the building <laughs> you know people be pissing on those uh everywhere right um but this kid's gonna walk around and uh drag his hand on the wall when he's walking right and his height is mm-hmm. basically the the height of where the P is going to be. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then when we were oh, rocking around awesome. like, on New Year's Day, you know, the, the day after all the partying the night before, like <laughs> P, the P um, stench was like, like on blast. There was like poop everywhere. Like, you know, people had a good time, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then this kid's just walking around touching things I'm like <laughs> that's the other thing I'm like okay like I'm not a hypochondriac or anything like that or whatever but like I get like super more keen on like gross stuff when he's mm-hmm. walking around it's not so much when we're walking around because I can control those things um, yeah yeah and speaking of the pee stench um, because he's potty trained, right? Um, but we, we're, we're not bringing a little potty or a little, like, uh, toddler potty. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, you know, it's, you bring him, bring the kid to the, 
the toilet and you're holding them there, right? Holding them there. So, yeah. uh, potty time, like potty is my duty. So then we spent a lot of time in bathrooms where I'm just holding him and I'm like crouching down and I'm like, Oh, I'm just like, <laughs> like fortunately most of the, the toilets were clean, but like I'm hol- holding him there and crouching down and I'm like, Oh, I get to just smell everyone's pee right now. <laughs> pretty pretty much uh so yeah i mean that was it i mean it was but otherwise it was fine yeah (laughs) people were really nice the um it was really cool kind of seeing him absorb things and understand that he was in different places yeah that's what i was gonna ask you actually like was he bored or did he did he know that he was across the world i i don't he knew he was in a different place like so when you're in in portugal he mm-hmm. was telling us that he recognized that people were speaking something different yeah oh okay cuz cool. he he cool. knows a little bit of spanish from school and some of the books that we read so he he hear, he can hear a little bit of Spanish, but he could hear people speaking Portuguese, and he's just like, "They're they're talking something different, you know. It's it, they sound different. I think that's what he said. They sound different. Um, mm, cool. And he knew we were in different cities and, and countries, but that concept was like kind of like intermixed. Like, hey, Malcolm, where are we? Yeah, and he said, yeah, "We're." In Barcelona, then we're going to go to Spain. And we're like, well, actually, Barcelona is in Spain, uh, at least for now. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) So he understood that. That's like California. We're in the United States for now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There was a lot of accommodation for him um, in a lot of the places that we went. Mm -hmm. Like, he wasn't... uh, a nuisance anywhere to the people that at least the at least they weren't putting off that he was a nuisance or something that we had to worry about like you know you know we ate at pubs and all these other places and they were they were good like actually the first night in dublin we ate at this pub that was just around the corner from the hotel yeah and we know that kids can eat in pubs it's just after nine o'clock kids aren't around or people under 21 aren't allowed yeah but they are kid friendly enough that on the back of like their menu there's a like a page for them to color so like the person the bartender that served us he's like you want some crayons and he flipped over the page and there's a thing to color uh, which was pretty cool yeah that's pretty cool Yeah, the uh, as you know, we were messaging and we we're like, okay, to talk about like the traveling with a three-year-old and like the, the alluding to any things like we missed out on or like the challenges and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there are perks, and so oh yeah, let's hear all, it. I mean, a lot of it was with the airlines. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> getting on the 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 plane first, right? <laughs> yep, that was it. Like. Aer Lingus that, um, allowed us to get on right after the premium tap Portugal and um, not 
not viewing, but the Tap Portugal, our two flights, we were able to get on premium line. Um, and they weren't like huge planes, so it didn't really matter too much. But then like getting on early was always nice. For sure, dude. Yep. Um, again, like people are really nice. They um, they played along with him even when he was upset. <laughs> the um, interesting thing too over there was that they a lot a lot of the places, um, not a lot. There's numerous places that had candy, and they offered it, but then they offered it to us and said, "Is it okay if we give it to him?" Hmm. Right. Yeah. Versus here, like in most places, if there's candy, they're just gonna go, "Hey, little guy, here's some candy." Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is nice. Which is nice because they're like looking out for your kid and see something, but they don't look to the parents and say, "Is this okay if I give this to them?" You know. And and we got that every time someone offered a a candy, they always asked us first. Um, huh. which is pretty cool. That's yeah. that's interesting. I mean, cuz I've I mean, I've I think uh these days whenever something like that happens, uh I feel like the parent, I mean, like whoever it is is asking me or Tess. Mhm. Um Yeah, maybe it's finally getting around that like you you'll be creepy if you're offering kids candy. Yeah, if you're if you're like a particularly if you're like a single older yeah. person, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was um. Well, okay. So aside from the airline perks, anything else? Um. No, I think that was my first. I was just like, I was like, oh yeah, there's perks too, and I'm like thinking, I'm like, I was like, are just getting really? on, just just getting on the airplane early. It's just especially when you're dealing with like five flights. It's okay. So that, my next question would be: At what point? Maybe you guys were you guys ever big stroller people or not really? We were, yeah. Okay, so what made the what? What made you choose to not bring one? Even at least like a really light umbrella stroller. Uh, mainly it was we didn't want to pack one. <laughs> uh, did you see our the picture I posted? Um, oh, no, I missed that. Basically, we... So Hung, Hung and I both bought like these um, duffel bags that could be carried as backpacks. Okay. But they're all like they're both like 65 or 60 liter. So they're not huge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually s- sizable. They're they're flexible enough that if you don't pack them too heavily or like too much, you could actually use them as carry-ons. So for a 15-day trip, we essentially packed for us five days worth of clothes. And uh-huh. for Malcolm, like seven days worth of clothes. Um, and so we went into this trip saying that, you know what, we're going to pack lightly. Um, I mean, even weight wise, you know, like the, the weight limits are like 23 liters or something like that. Is that if I'm using the right um, 
basically around liters is volume right? though right volume or oh, whatever the weight was like 23 okay. something kilograms or kilograms right, right, right. Or yeah there it is um kilograms you're right Th- 23 kilograms when we first got on our first uh leg our total weight for both of our bags or our check-in bags was like 17 <laughs> but the the limit for one person's check-in is 23 kilograms uh-huh so we were six kilograms under for just even one check-in yeah, that's how light yeah. how lightly we packed so basically the decision for this the stroller was and we have we have a pretty light stroller that's really easy to pack but we just decided yeah, I mean, we didn't want to like, bring it gate check like that's free you don't have to pay for that yeah it was it was a lot of it was just like carrying one less thing um yeah. and but, ultimately but it, like you but like if, if malcolm's not in it you can put shit on it though that's that's, what, yeah, that's yeah, what's that's really true. nice right like yeah we we ca- we did a lot of i mean we we both had some um backpacks uh, so we carried that's how we carried it and then like she'd carry a backpack and unless he she was carrying malcolm on her back um but I'll, it actually worked out because do, having a stroller in lisbon was wasn't going to hang cuz like they're well known for their tiled streets Oh, and gotcha. T- tiled uh, uh, sidewalks, but also their the steps and the 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 hills, and also the amount of people. I mean, it wasn't super busy, but like you know, just pushing a stroller with all that mix of like slippery. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so that wouldn't have that wouldn't have worked. Um, Barcelona, where we stayed, it was just way too many people because it was like the tourist spot. Um, right pushing a stroller in that environment would have been kind of like annoying because <laughs> just walking in it without pushing a stroller was already hard enough yeah um and dublin that would have been fine for the most part because like there's sidewalks are our, our sidewalks here it's just that like the area that we were in was was pretty busy too um so hung and i were talking about it during in the middle of the trip and we we're like at some point, yeah, it would have been nice to have a stroller in some places, but at the same time, ultimately, it was probably not going to work. It, it, it probably would have been more of a nuisance than it would have been helpful. Yeah, I can see that. But, like, the way I think of it, like, yeah, sure, you can just leave it in the... But, like, it's it's much... It's really helpful when you're at the airport. Yeah, that's true. Because it's like, okay, you can... If it doesn't want to stand or, like, be carried on a backpack, right? Like... Yeah. You know, he's just going to be like standing the whole time, like as you go through customs yeah. and security check, and let's keep him on a stroller, and you know, and, and things like that. And then the other benefit also is if he does want to walk around, you can just put shit on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's cool that you were able to pack light. Yeah. Like, whenever we go anywhere it's like we had like pack pajamas for every day and then the you know we've had to be like okay fine this trip you have to wear pajamas two nights a week you know right stuff like you know and then it's like okay i don't even bring pajamas and i just like bring an extra pair of like basketball yeah. shorts and yep you know um yeah yeah well, like 
it gets crazy once once there's two kids and you're like, oh shit. Yep. <laughs> And, and we plan for that because we've um, we've done like the drop off laundry in different trips before. Yeah, yeah. Partially from like packing light, and also we're like, it'd be nice to like just spend this ten dollars and not have dirty clothes packing our you know you know our bags going home. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So we, we that's what when we were looking at where we were staying, we also kind of scoped out the 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 laundry places that were close by. Gotcha. And so like at Lisbon, we did have a washer and the dryer we could have just hung. Yeah. But we didn't do any washing in Lisbon because we, you know, we were only there for a few days. Barcelona, we did a few rounds of like, um, of laundry, but then we also Mm -hmm. did some drop off for all, because then it was only hang dry. Um, and then by Dublin, because we did our wash uh, the day before we left Barcelona, we were good for Dublin because we were only there for f- four days. Yeah, um, and so we we strategized on that. It got complicated for me because you know since I was sick, um, right? Pretty much like while I was battling the fever and I was taking you know Advil before I would go to sleep, <laughs> I would pretty much be waking up every two hours or hour like sweating like crazy <laughs> right and then it's cold so i'm like i take off my shirt and put on another shirt and so like right. in lisbon i had this rotation of like shirts that were just hanging on the on the chair yeah and um that i only wore for like some of them i only wore for an hour or two hours because that was like the peak of my sweating mm-hmm. um and so I was just like, have, uh, I just rotated them and, you know, I didn't wash them, but it's like wh- whatever. I had like a jacket on over anyway, cause we were layering everywhere. Cause yeah. it was cooler. So that was a, that was a fun, um, rotation. That was a fun, uh, experience. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Dude. Until I got smart about it. I'm like, you know, f- I don't know why I, I, like, I think the third night I just grabbed a, a towel and just stuck it in the back of my neck like you know i tucked it into my shirt because most of the sweat was coming from my head and my neck right and like yeah and like that saved some of the some of the shirts but like yeah that was my um that was my routine in lisbon which sucked because like yeah there's already like transitioning into like a different uh time and also space um and then also is the is the most difficult in terms of terrain to to manage in terms of walking because it was so um so steep in some places mm-hmm. um but yeah what do you think malcolm's favorite city was um probably barcelona huh just, what makes you think that? We were there the longest, and that that was also the place where he could do the most, like, walking around. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and also, that was the place where we spent the most time at uh, at playgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that that's the thing that you think about, like, with, with toddlers and, like, little kids, is that as a parent's... We're like, oh, that's dope. We get to experience new foods. We get to experience um, 
different cultures and get to see different things. And then for the kids, they're like, I want to go to a playground. <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. Yep. And one of the mornings in Barcelona, we just did that. We just kind of like roamed around and hit up. We ended up hitting up three playgrounds in the in the morning for a bit. Um, and just in different parts of like the area that we were in. Mm-hmm. Um, which was cool because then like, you know, he's doing something. We're looking around the map trying to figure out what we want to do because we didn't have like we didn't have too many set plans. There were some places like the, I was talking about the Sagrada Familia where you actually had to have a ticket to go in. Yeah. Um, and a specific time to go in. But uh, otherwise, we were kind of like we knew we were kind of going in that we we're going to kind of play it by ear. And then we really had to do the play it by ear because of having a three-year-old as our travel partner, you know. He also really enjoyed eating octopus. Oh, really? Yeah. He liked the leg part. He liked the purple part. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the octopus, huh. by the way, in like Lisbon and Barcelona were the bomb. Not hell expensive. Actually, in Lisbon, the octopus... The, we, we, were, we went to this... Uh, we took a train ride to this like... Um, beach city it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of like a mix of like santa cruz and santa cruz in terms of like um an expanse of like uh a touristy kind of a beach area but also was quite like capitola um have you been to capitola oh a long time ago yeah. i don't really remember it much but you know like it's kind of like a it's a beach town but it's like kind of it's not it's a lot more quiet than santa cruz um mm, okay uh, and then we just sat down at like one of those um, restaurants that were just by the beach, like the tourist trap restaurants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we ordered uh, an octopus, just a, a grilled octopus in um, in olive oil. And we thought we we're gonna get you know like a good amount, but like a small piece. But then we ended up getting like this huge ass piece of octopus that was hella good like it was tender it wasn't chewy um anyway yeah i wonder if they like massaged it like the way the japanese do it i i'm not sure maybe it's just as fresh you know mm. but that yeah maybe that was um and yeah malcolm enjoyed eating that like in terms of food that was he what he liked the most in terms of like regional food because mm. otherwise he was just eating a lot of like pasta (laughs) (laughs) i I would too yeah and it was it wasn't like special pasta it was just like pasta and red sauce just because like we knew that's what he would eat um but the octopus he was feeling oh i have one Mm -hmm. uh so hmm, i'm trying to figure out how the best way to ask this would be At any point, did you think, like, oh, maybe it would be better if he was older or younger, mm-hmm. you know, uh, at any point during your trip? Yeah, definitely. I thought about that a lot. I think, like, his, uh, I think if he was younger, it would have been easier for us. It, you know, obviously, him y- being younger, it wouldn't have affected him because he probably would have forgot it. I mean, at three, he probably is yeah, going to remember yeah. a lot of it. He'll put, um, yeah. 
Which is he might he he ugh, he might. I mean, he, I think he probably will because I know Ginny does. Okay. Like, she's she's remembering like, oh. But the thing is, like, she's like, oh yeah, I remember this picture, but I'm not sure yeah. if she remembers actually doing it or just remembers the picture. Yeah, because she's seen it, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I think yeah, I, I he may he'll probably recall it. I mean, he'll definitely remember it for a few years, but like you know, like. By the time he's ten, he, I don't know if he's gonna remember much of it. Yeah. Um, if he was younger, yeah, it totally would have been easier in terms of um, for Hung and I to cover a lot more space. Um, and then, like, I think our our timelines probably would have been more more built built on our i mean it definitely would have been built on our timeline you know like even yeah, yeah, even yeah. a year younger we would i mean even if like he was still in diapers yeah. right like you know there are times where i feel like oh man you know now that we're ellis is going through potty yeah. training it's like oh i wish you would just just like poop in your diaper or yeah. something like yeah. that because it's like so much easier yeah just to not have to stop somewhere, mm-hmm. find a bathroom. Yeah. You know? Um but Yeah. 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 And that's I think that's the toughest part of potty training actually. Yeah. Is like when they're not quite there and you can't <laughs> like they already feel uncomfortable like mm-hmm. pooping in the diaper, but then now like, oh crap, I gotta find a place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 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 would have been it. Like and then like the the pit the pit stops in terms of potty training would have been less. Like because if if he peed, it's like whatever. I just figure that out. It's exactly. Just poop is like the okay immediate like stop. Um. And yeah, I think that was a, one of the challenges too. Is that we were good about nagging him about going potty. Like he's really good with telling us when he needs to go potty, right? But yeah. the thing is, we were trying to like be preemptive because we didn't want to get caught up in like we're in the having to rush. Right, yeah, we're yeah, in the yeah. middle like of like the this last, market with hell people. Minute. And, like, yeah, okay, exactly. we have to go find a toilet, and then we have to figure out like, do we have to pay for it? It's going to be hella nasty, whatever. <laughs> so like, whenever <laughs> we stop somewhere, we're we're like at a getting a drink or a coffee or something. We're like, okay, go um, go bring him. Like, I'm going to be like, let's. Go go bring him to the potty and try to get him to sit down. Um, you know, on second thought, maybe traveling internationally might not be better for being in diapers because you never know if the bathroom has one of those like yeah. changing stations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to do it on like a counter or that's God forbid the floor. Fuck, no way. Yeah, that's actually true because <laughs> yeah. like all the. All the bathrooms we were in were pretty small. And I don't think I saw a changing table in any of them. But then I was also in the guys. Um, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's a, only a few places that had like... Um, well, I mean, here we're, we're better at like having changing tables in, in either guys or, you know, if they're, if they're separated. Um yeah uh i i definitely did think about like if he was older then yeah like i think because then we could trust his ability to 
manages space mobility yeah yeah maybe at four years old or four and a half he'll know like better to stop at a curb and like not go further and when we say stop he'll actually stop and listen because he knows that right there's a freaking car that might be coming by to smack him in the head you know what i mean um yeah yeah but like at this point where he's like free as a bird (laughs) um and then he's figuring out his his independence he's like resistant to just listening to normal stuff and right also that his his processing isn't as slow as you know, like as a younger kid would be, but he's still like a a ten second delay in processing like what we're saying to him. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah, I mean, you know it, right? There's you know, when they're younger, it takes like thirty seconds or even longer for them to process their feelings and whatever. But like at three years old, they're probably at ten seconds where you, they're like totally resistant, and you're like. Here, try this. Like, no, 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 no. Okay, I'll try it. Like, there's this, yeah, there's, yeah. there's this immediate like, nah. Okay, <laughs> it's like, what the hell. Then you, it's like a reminder that like, okay, there's the, there is that um, tape delay for them to figure out. Yeah. Right. So I think at an older age, I think there's a little bit of that um, comfort in feeling safe uh-huh. in their decision making. Um, yeah, and then they would have to do a lot more walking because then they're going to be too big to be be carried. Like this um, carrier that Hung was using, we've had since he was a little, since he was a baby. But he didn't like it right. when he was uh, a baby to be carried on our backs. Like he he was okay with being mm-hmm. carried on our on our front, like tummy to tummy or chest to chest. But um, it's too heavy for that now. Yeah, he's too heavy for that now. And then he didn't like it before yeah. sitting on the back, but then, like, this is the most he's ever used it. Um, mm-hmm. And for the most part, it was he liked it. And a lot of times, that's what that's the, that's the way that we got him to to take a nap. Was um, we knew, like, midday, okay, let's get him on Hung's back so that after a while he'd probably fall asleep, which, you know, I posted a lot of pictures of him sleeping. <laughs> On her back. <laughs> Are you planning to do any like really big trips with the kids? I don't think so. My family's been talking about a trip to Hawaii, but like in the summer. Mm-hmm. Thinking about that, we'd love to. Uh, Tess might have a conference in Hawaii actually in mm-hmm. May. Um, but the tough part about going on trips is we're now beholden to Ginny's school schedule. That's true. I mean, even though it's just kindergarten, but you know, you don't always want to like pull her out for like a week or whatever. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean the last couple of years, whenever we've planned trips, it's been really easy. We're like, okay, cool. Let's just. We'll go on off hours, like, or off days. Mm-hmm. So, you know, leave on a Wednesday, yeah, Saturday, and then come back on like a Thursday, or you know, yeah. whatever, whatever it is, right? Now, now we can't do yeah. that. Now we got to be like, okay, we got to go, we got to go during spring break. But then everybody's going somewhere during right. spring break right. too. And like, even these Tahoe trips, right? Like, 
just even these short weekend excursions it's like oh now we gotta figure out what's right and can we make can we make it a long weekend right, right. um I, to be honest i don't really feel that bad because it's only kindergarten and mm. you know the reports that we've been getting is that she's doing really well and it's not really surprising to us because of um how well she did at preschool and she's also one of the older ones for her grade you know so she's not really struggling yeah. in that area yeah so you know again a, a day or even a week is probably not going to be that big of a deal but you know but she also appreciates uh like you know she thinks like perfect attendance is like a a really good award nice. to get yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so and i was like well cool i mean but of course you will if like your your teacher is saying like oh perfect attendance is yeah. really good um so you know mm-hmm. who knows that's a long answer of saying not quite sure what we're going to do uh, for a trip, but would love to get them onto a beach that has warm water. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could go to do San Diego because the, the water would, I mean, not right now, but. It's not even that much warmer yeah. than L.A. or even, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'm not sure what I feel about. Um, actually, I, I'm not even not sure. I I think the school continuity is important, but I think there's because um, because the school funding is based off of school attendance. Uh, I'm not talking about like with kindergarten, but like because in kindergarten they're just trying to develop like um, behaviors and like attitudes. Yeah, right. But like later on, right. like. Um, and it's not the teacher's fault because they're they're just caught up in like the system. But but since like yeah. funding is based off of um, attendance, um, that's why they're like so hard on like they're so focused on kids not missing school. Um, right. It's not about like oh, you're going to lose instructional time. It's like, yeah, you're going to lose instructional time, but like fucking some of that stuff they could, um, we could support, like you could give us like worksheets and like some, par- you know, like parents can kind of cover some of that um, if they're committed to it, right? But there's so much value in like the things that the kids can experience outside of school too, you know? And I, yeah. you know, you know, I grew up, valuing school and like being scared of missing school and you know like total schoolboy kind of thing but like and i value education but at the same time it's like working in the schools and doing all the things i'm like there's a value too in just missing school and doing something enriching <laughs> with family right. or just like something else yeah. right like if they're what if you did miss a, a week of school that wasn't excused because then your family went to japan and you learned about japan and like history and learning how to 
communicate with different people, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a whole nother um <laughs> that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. In terms of anything that you've been either yeah, like what what have you been into recently? Um two things. I'll I'll focus on one, but the in terms of the actually they're related because I was just watching stuff stuff on the flights. Yeah, you know, like I, I downloaded like things to watch and stuff. Like I had them on my laptop and stuff, and like oh I'm gonna be stuck in a plane, so I could actually watch Endgame because it's gonna be like a reason to watch a three and a half hour movie. Oh yeah, didn't open my laptop to watch it. I was just ended. Up, I when I was watching anything on the plane to and from um, Ireland. I was watching Succession. Oh, yeah. <laughs> season one on HBO. Yeah. Um, and so I just got to the end of season one today. I was, I was watching it as I was working today. Yeah. Um, but the other thing, and that was, and it, that was like I told you, I, was, I messaged you, that's the only thing I've been watching re- recently because I didn't really watch much stuff in, in Europe. I didn't even like yeah. try to like watch whatever. And, um, but I had a trip to San Diego yesterday, so then I was just like um, on a short flight to and from. Mm-hmm. I chopped it up kind of like halfway, so I ended up watching The Farewell. Oh, yeah, that's um, that's on my list. Aquafina, yeah, and um, Golden Globe winner Aquafina. You know, and I don't have too much ex- like exposure to Aquafina because I haven't watched Ocean's Eight or Crazy Rich Asians or anything else that she's done before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even know what the farewell farewell was about. I just knew I wanted to watch mm-hmm. it. I had I had there's a more of a draw for me to watch that than Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, for sure, um, for sure. And I haven't actually even watched Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, but that was really good. <laughs> no, I heard. And um, I mean, I think it's it's my kind of movie because it's like one I really appreciate that. Film wise, it's only an hour and a half. Yeah, nice. It's like it's. I think it was about. It ended at one thirty three before the the credits, and it was. You know, like that's a throwback to, you know, older. Yep. Older for movies sure. where there was just like a story to tell, and that we're going to tell the story. We're not going to like drag it out, right? Yep. Um. And, is obviously it's, it's about a family. There's there's stuff about like um culture clash sure. um very internal it's very internal and external um aquafina was really really like i was drawn to her like i was because because i was confused a little bit about like her portrayal mm-hmm. and not her but like just like what that character was and how it was portrayed in terms of like the um wardrobe and other things right hmm. um but i was like very drawn to her performance because I was just like curious how you know and she was good but it it was also um, obviously a lot of it revolves around I mean she's the main character so it revolves around her so there's a lot of draw to her but then um, it was really interesting the the person who played her grandma was really great oh right that's what I heard too she is really really good Um, and you know, there's, there's, 
I, I was I was listening to some podcasts about it today, and I'll call back to it because it really was true. Is that one of the best parts about the film was that um, you know it's about culture, and a lot of times when you're making not quote unquote like non-white movies, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like um, set up for like whatever audience to kind of understand like oh this is what this means kind of thing, mm-hmm. but um, this they didn't do that. They're kind of just like there were some things where they had to explicate in terms of. Um, like cultural differences and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there were also like things that people were experiencing, whether it was like dances or games or um, how people spoke to each other. That wasn't like a drawn out, like having to do a lot of like explaining of like, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it, it's just happening. Yeah. Right. And I'm not Chinese, so I don't know what's going on, but a lot of it was charming because it, the way that it was portrayed, it was like really like tense or like, funnier you know um yeah. you felt like you're part of it um and you know yeah. in real life if you were you know like just think of uh a, a non-filipino person that like comes to your party your family yeah. party you know you're not explaining every little thing to them they just that's just what right. you experience right 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 um yeah, so I like. I mean, it was. It's obviously a family movie, and there's like a lot of. Um, anyway, there's some humor in it, but it's not really. It's not really a comedy. I mean, there's humor in in its like. Yeah, I mean, it seems yeah. dramatic, um, yeah. which is interesting. Wait, was she? Did she win for? Oh no, the supporting actress. There's no comedy or. Yeah, she oh no, she was the best actress. Did she win this year? Yeah. Or was it last year? Oh, she this won this year? year. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I was reading yeah, some of that stuff ago. about the Oscars. Just yeah, a few days well, ago, I was wondering. I was like, oh, maybe that's why you watched the farewell, just because uh, there was all this like. She's the first Asian American to win uh, a Golden Globe for acting. Yeah. No, I I I, I watched it because I I wanted to watch it. Um, Without knowing too much about it, I wanted to watch it. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously supporting, like, um, API films or whatever, but um, definitely had much more of a draw to... Like, I just... I'm repeating myself, but... <laughs> for some reason, I wanted to watch that more than I ever wanted, wanted to watch Crazy Rich Asians, even though I knew much less about The Farewell. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But now I'm curious to watch Crazy Rich Asians just to see how, how different they are, how different the, the exposition I guess is of like, oh this is the Asian thing versus, well yeah but it's wolves, different you know? it's not Asian American though, yeah. like there's yeah. an there's only one like Asian American aspect so yeah, but, well the farewell majority of its it, I mean yeah the majority of farewell is in China. And majority of it actually is in Mandarin. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, but I mean, none of that really matters. It's like anyway. It was that was that that was a cool experience. Yeah. 
and it's obviously family related i mean there's not so much there is some some father stuff but then it's not really as prominent there's a lot more stuff with the the women in the family yeah yeah for sure well can't wait to see that yeah how about you let's see well i guess it's been a while but um I guess in general, I've been kind of keeping tabs on all the kind of like award season movies um, ever since, mm-hmm. you know, I guess late fall, right? Like with Irishman, I actually watched that in the yeah, theater. Irishman, yeah. You know, I wanted to come and support um, yeah. that um, Parasite, Ford vs. Ferrari. There's a... Ford vs. Ferrari is, I think we had, we posted like that, uh, that Ringer article about, you know, dad movies is totally fits in. And then it's, that, that thing is going to be playing on like USA or TNT or FX (laughs) forever. Um, Yeah. But that was really well done. I just saw 1917 today with Eric and that was amazing. And it's, yeah, I really want to watch. You that. know, you talked about how like it was a throwback, like the farewells a throwback, but like this is a war epic that is under two hours. And I was like, sweet, mm. great. It, it tells the story, yeah. doesn't try and you know, doesn't take any detours to discuss theme or anything like that. It was just like, hey, mm-hmm. here's this, here's this story. Yeah, it's awesome. Um. So yeah, just kind of keeping tabs on kind of those movies. And I actually just recently finished this really cool book called Dead Mountain. It's a nonfiction book mm-hmm. about um, these this group of hikers in Russia um, in the Ural Mountains that uh, mm-hmm. back in 1959, mm-hmm. they kind of went on this hiking expedition. Do you know this? Right. I I think I know what you're talking about. Like they totally, like they all died. They're, they're, and there was um yeah questions about uh, how they died. For some reason, I just saw yeah. it in a tweet that like it was just some random follow. I don't even know who this person was. I think this person mm-hmm. was like one of the one of the, like uh, like a film Twitter participant, and I act happened to follow mm-hmm. that person. And um, anyway, they just said, "Oh yeah, I." I just crushed this book. It was pretty fascinating. And then, you know, I found it on my Libby app um, uh, and just read the, uh, read it on my phone. Um, it's the first time I actually yeah. read uh, an ebook on my phone. I, for some reason, I felt like, ah, it doesn't feel right to me. But, um, yeah, but it worked. And I finished it pretty <laughs> yeah. quickly, and I was like, "Oh, that was pretty good." So, Dead Mountain, nice. pretty cool. Dead uh, Mountain. Now, the only, only reason I heard about it was, you know, one of the shows I watch is um, Expedition. Oh, did they have one on that? Expedition. Yeah, so they had an episode on that in the, the latest season, which is you know, it's one of oh, my favorite shit. shows. Oh shit! Maybe I can, um, maybe I can, uh, on demand that. I'd want to know. I'd want to know about it. Yeah, you should. 
It was the most recent season, so it was probably like five oh, yeah. episodes okay, cool. ago. Or something I'm gonna like peep that. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's. Oh, you know, and to go quickly back to the like goals thing. Um, this is kind of related, mm. but like, I deleted Twitter and Facebook from my phone. So nice. You know, 2020 is going to be a crazy year Yeah, <laughs> on Twitter. So, oh, yeah, you know what? Let's yeah. just get yeah. ahead of it. <laughs> just like, I mean, I can still <laughs> check it, but at least, you know, you're, you're limiting the yeah. craziness to, to at least when you're yeah. in front of your computer. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I, I, I kind of t- joke tweeted about it, but like I'm like, I think I need to limit my days. I, th- I think I need to limit three minutes on Twitter. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like per day. Like that's I, it. I like, do miss like watching sports and Twitter and having Twitter. Like mm-hmm. the Niners, Seahawks, or like the, no, that was before. That was before. But like uh, last week during the wildcard weekend, I was like, mm, I want to yeah. know what people are talking about on Twitter, but I don't have my computer with me. So I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, dude, Tom Brady lost. That's I wonder what people decision. are saying. And then like Kirk Cousins finally won. I wonder what people are saying. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's I, you know, but decision. I think like in lieu of that, I'm like, okay, let's check out ebook. So if I'm on my phone, at least I could be doing something a little bit more productive, right? Like reading or yeah. I actually downloaded the yeah. New York Times crossword app. That's pretty cool. Nice. I was thinking yeah. about subscribing, but I was like, mm, I don't know if I like crossword that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. Cause I don't like, there's all these games that I really don't like playing a lot of games. Like, the games I usually get, I mean, they're usually like puzzle games or something like that. So like recently started playing this, um, the Friday the 13th puzzle game where you basically have to move Jason <laughs> around and kill people. Nice. But like, you know, like you, you can't kill a cat or you can't, uh, you know, like you have to position the people in the certain ways so that you can get the final kill and stuff. It's funny, gory, cause it's just so silly. It's basically like, um, south park characters getting killed um but it's also frustrating sometimes because some of the puzzles are really hard <laughs> uh, but anyway that's the sidetrack uh any any like dad moments that you could think of i'm sure there's been I think, a bunch since you yeah uh, basically your whole trip was a dad moment yeah, no, I was thinking about that before we started recording. I'm like, I think this whole the whole trip reflection was a dad moment. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely had a, a ton of dad moments, but I guess most recently is um, kind of a more comedic one. was not more comedic, but a lighter one. But it's, there's a period of time where there's like, it's a huge relief when your kids can give themselves a bath or a shower. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, it's nice. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's one less yeah, it, thing to worry about. Plus, like, your back doesn't have to hurt. Yeah, dude. It's, 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 it's nice. <laughs> now that it's 2020, are there any types of things that you want to focus on for you as like a, as a dad or as a, as a, are you and Hung as, as parents? It's hmm. a good question. I haven't thought about it. Like, you know, it's the same thing personally is just like actually being committed and getting back and get, getting in a better shape. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Just from like, I mean, there's like, there's, uh, you know, uh, selfish reasons for that, like in terms of like body image and other things and health. But then like in terms of the, the bigger picture of like being healthy for, and then being, having stamina for, uh, a kid who's going to increase like their activity and their energy. Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of parenting, I haven't really thought about that. I think a lot of it has just kind of been, um, I mean, not like total reactional, but like it, it, it's kind of just like approaching Malcolm's um, development and trying to, uh, trying to uh, approach it the best way possible. Um, because we we don't know what's gonna happen, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Each, each, uh, each stage is like so like distinct with the, their personality um, development and stuff. Um, where like he's so resist, like you know, we're choking like how his three year, three year old is him being turning three was like a flip of a switch in a sense, in terms of like some emotions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is just that, it's just kind of, kind of just kind of focusing on, um, on that. And then I was just thinking a lot about, um, it's not so much a plan, but just kind of thinking about how to best, um, stay present and enjoy it because it's, it, there's always reminders of how short, this time of his life is right yeah like uh, like the past just not the past days just the past day i was trying to fi figure out there was something that he used to say that was totally um incorrect like um a, a regular term but he would use a different letter or something like that that was like super cute and we didn't want to correct it because you know at some point he's just gonna figure out that how to say it differently yeah um like if it was like water, he's like saying "botter" or something like that, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Um, but I forgot it, and it's kind of like making me like frustrated and sad because I, I don't know, right? And then all like, the, the, the way he spoke when he was three, and not three and a half, or close to three and a half, or the way he spoke when he was two and two and a half, and not now. Yeah. You know, like, it's distinctly different, but the only memories we have of it are the videos that we have of it. Yeah. Because all the memories get filled with something else, you know? And um, maybe it's just normal. 
but I feel you, man. I was yeah. just looking through the uh, looking through some old older photos too. It was funny because Ginny was the one that was like, "Hey, remember the time where I was using a pull up diaper as a hat?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." Yeah. She's like, where's that picture? So I was looking through the, for that picture and I was like digging through all this old stuff. And I was like, man, I remember I used to watch this video every day, like one of the videos every day just because it was funny. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I forgot about this video and like how much joy like it, it gave me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was just like, oh man. And, you know, start to realize that Ellis is now at the age of some of these videos and then it's like oh dude it's you know it's really nice memories to have and to just like I'm really thankful I subscribed to like you know like uh, an iCloud subscription that automatically uploads photos yeah Yeah. you know yeah no I rely on my Google photos to to go back to certain things, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, it's just alarming how the reminders of how fast it is and how much, how much of this short amount of time you forget in a short amount of time it is, you know? Yeah. Well, and the other thing too, is that, you know, I've resisted going to the doctor for like a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you realize that, time moves so quickly and and i was like oh shoot dude like i can't you know this was the year that i was like seriously like let me keep closer tabs on my health Mm -hmm. just to like make sure that i'm around for more of these moments right right yeah so then yeah so i went to the doctor before like before christmas and i was like oh shit so this year definitely have to start Eating better, mm-hmm. getting more exercise, you know. Yeah. So that's all, you know. It's it's not just kind of like, yeah, you know. I just want to try nice and too. Yeah. yeah, try and be better. It's like now I like I got to put in the work this year. Yep, yep. Do you, other than health, is there other things that you're thinking about? Mm. Parent parenting stuff. In terms of parenting stuff, oh, uh, we do want to get the kids out more. Um, right. And, you know, like, I mean, this is also part of just staying healthy or whatever, but it's also trying to go hiking, Mm -hmm. see more of, you know, go out outdoors as opposed to like, oh, hey, we got to go do a return at Hillsdale. So let's go. And then just like hang out and go to a playground and, you know, yeah, that's all fun and stuff. But, you know, we've, we've gone on a couple of hikes recently and, you know, I was like, well, if you guys like it, we'll, we can go on more. And then, you know, there's always that time where like Ellis is whiny about, Oh, mm-hmm. carry me. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Yep. You know? Yep. So it's just like, well, we got to keep going. We, we've we realized in the two hikes that we've done that, like, having an endpoint 
to like having a goal at the end point is pretty good mm. like we went on a, a a trail where there was a beach at the end mm-hmm. so they're like you know so you get them there you're like okay keep going we're almost at the beach they get there they have a lot of fun um and then they're like rejuvenated for the way back nice um then almost at the car guys <laughs> you know yeah. then we'll go get some ice cream you know yep. or something yep but right. they seem to like it, and that's you know that's that's pretty good. There's yeah, you know I I know for sure that since I've been back, haven't really taken advantage of like how pretty it is out here. Oh you yeah, know? seriously, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good reminder because that that is what we wanted to do too is go out more and do more hikes and just um, yeah for ourselves, but also for Malcolm. Uh, yeah for sure well if you guys ever want to come out come out here yeah we can we can like drive to marin real quick or just even like even like pacifica has yeah really simple family friendly you know Mm -hmm. pretty stuff so yep So once again, Happy New Year from the Papa Culture Podcast. Uh, wanted to thank you guys for listening. I know that episodes have been few and far between uh, these days, but you know how it is. Life, life just goes. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we you can find us on at Papa Culture Pod on pretty much any of the big social media sites facebook twitter and instagram again hoping to continue some other types of content uh check out john's recent chromebook unboxing even though he returned it (laughs) (laughs) i did well if you watch the video there's a reason why i returned it anyway uh anyway so thanks again for uh listening uh we're glad to be back looking forward to this 2020 uh so on behalf of john uh this is anton and thanks for listening and peace out